This is episode 411 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Nine Natural Remedies to Heal Wounds Faster. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my ebook and audiobook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. If you'd like to get some more information, come on over to ThePrepperWebsitePodcast.com or click the link in the show notes. And remember, when you purchase the ebook or the audiobook, you get lifetime access to the Prepper Website forums. Hey everyone, let's go ahead and jump right into our article. It comes to us from askaprepper.com, and the article is entitled, Nine Natural Remedies to Heal Wounds Faster. I know I've said this before, one of my thoughts about self-reliant living, preparedness living, is not just to get by for uh, the small events. I mean, that's definitely one way you start prepping, and some people, that's all they prep for. My idea for prepping and being self-reliant is to be able to think just a little bit more long-term. And one of the things that I realized that I needed to learn more about when I first got into preparedness is the medical aspect of it. There's a lot of, you know, right now you get sick, you go to the doctor, uh, you can go to the emergency clinic, you can go to the emergency room. There are so many things available to you, so many drugs, so many ways that you can get better. But if there was a situation where those things weren't available, what would I do? And so because I am a father, I am a husband, I have people around me that I care about, that was one of the things that was going through my mind. Like, how could I help people in a time where there wouldn't be doctors around and there wouldn't be uh, medicine around and hospitals around and modern medicine and so that's one reason why I always gravitate to Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. They were one of the first websites out there that I really latched onto. I mean, there's a lot of websites, but they were one of the first ones. And you hear me talk a lot about them and that you should have their book, uh, the medical, their medical handbook. That's like always, you know, top, uh, you know, in the top 10, probably number one still in on Amazon. And it's been there for a long time uh, just because it has so much valuable information because they've written it from the standpoint of not just, you know, most wilderness survival books are like you get the person stable and then you get them to to professional care. They wrote their book from the standpoint of that there's that's not available. So what would you do in that case? And definitely there's going to be a lot of things that you just you're not going to be able to do. But if there is something that you can do. Wouldn't you want to know how to do it? If there is something that could help your loved one feel better or to heal them, wouldn't you want to know that? So that's how I approached or how I approach the medical aspect of self-reliance, right? Is, uh, you know, there are things to learn. There's herb, herb, herbal remedies to, uh, again, I can talk, 
Um, there are herbal remedies to learn. Essential oils, I think, are very, very valuable. And there are medicines, over-the-counter medicines, that you can stockpile right now. And so I really like these types of articles because they get you pointed in the right direction. Now, they're not always completely thorough. And they're not always like, hey, let me just print this one out. I mean, it would be really great. And, you know, if you if, if those types of articles were created where here is this one herbal remedy and let me just tell you all the things that are capable from this herbal remedy. A lot of the times the articles that you're going to read aren't going to do that. So what you need to do is you need to have, you know, books. You need to supplement those by with books and good information like that. And so there there are a lot of those type of books out there. So I want to read this article. It's not a very long one, but then I want to come back and I want to talk about something here at the very end and kind of correct something that I saw here that just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of triggered with me as I was reading it. Now, remember, uh, you know, the people that are writing this are not medical doctors and stuff. They might be herbalists a lot of the times, and, but uh, you just you got to take that into consideration. That's why I said this is like a starting point. This is where it gets you going in the right direction. If there is a situation, an ailment that you always face and you can, if there is an herbal remedy, you take medicine for it, but there is an herbal remedy for it. Wouldn't you want to know that in case you couldn't get that medicine from the doctor or, you know, all those other things that are out there? So again, this points you in the right direction so that you can go do a little bit more research if you think that this is something or you hear something that piques your interest. So again, nine natural remedies to heal wounds faster. Let's go ahead and get started. We can all agree that as we age, our skin goes through a lot. In fact, some of us have the scars, wounds, and blemishes to prove it. Maybe an old scar from a bike ride gone wrong in our youth or a faded nick that happened while cooking. However, no matter what the scar is, each one has a story behind it. But wouldn't it be better to keep the stories without having the wounds or at least to have them heal a little faster? There's no doubt about it. The older we get, the longer it takes for wounds to fade, heal, and become a thing of the past. Fortunately, there are natural remedies that our wonderful earth has provided us with. In this article, we'll explore nine natural remedies that are known to heal wounds faster. All right, so the first one is activated charcoal. Charcoal is one of the best natural remedies for healing skin. Activated charcoal can draw foreign objects like a splinter out of the skin. It's even great for absorbing infections when applied as a paste. So don't forget about activated charcoal when you're dealing with a cut, scrape, or insect bite. Although it has a black hue, it will not stain your skin. The next one is chamomile. When most people think about chamomile, they usually think of it as a tea that promotes relaxation. However, there's much more to chamomile than that. Like honey, chamomile also has antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties. It can be very useful in reducing the pain and inflammation that often accompanies wound. If you want to accelerate wound healing, use chamomile as a wash or a salve on red inflamed wounds to reduce irritation. Applying a damp chamomile tea bag to the wound will do the trick. You can also use a chamomile balm or a paste of dried chamomile flowers. If you want to keep it old school, then just drink it. Consuming it orally also promotes faster healing. Turmeric. 
A spice found in many of our kitchen cabinets, turmeric is considered an antiseptic and antibiotic agent. Cursimum, an active compound in turmeric, can modulate collagen. Therefore, if you have a wound that just won't stop bleeding, apply turmeric and it should stop almost immediately. Guys, there's a, I, I know that I've talked about this before. There's this one tonic that I drink every morning. Uh, it's, it has turmeric, water, lemon, and honey in it. And so I make a batch of it usually on the weekend, and it takes me through the, the week. And uh, there's just so many advantages to it. If I remember, I'm going to link to it in the show notes, but I know that I've linked to it a l- many, many times before. So if that is some, it's a very easy tonic to make, and there are so many health health benefits from it. All right, so let me go ahead and uh, continue on. The next one is pure honey. Pure honey, also known as manuka honey, and that is incorrect. Uh, That manuka honey is just a brand, and someone in the comment section talks about it, and they kind of clear it up. Pure honey is just pure honey that you get, and usually the best is to find it local. Someone who has honeybees, and uh, you know, here uh, there's a guy that normally uh, finds a corner somewhere around my area, and he will sell his honey from there. And I have stopped and I purchase honey from him all the time. And so uh, I haven't seen him lately, and I'm starting to run low. But uh, there should be somebody in your area if not start asking around like in farmers markets and stuff like that where you can find pure honey and not something that you buy at the store where they add a bunch of junk to it but anyway let me continue on pure honey has antimicrobial and antibacterial properties this substance is also acidic and research shows that wounds with a high alkaline ph have a lower healing rate if you've suffered a burn try using pure honey Apply the honey directly to the burned area for faster healing. In addition, research has shown that patients with diabetes who have developed leg ulcers benefit from honey too. One herbalist recommends spreading honey across the clean wound and just covering it with a bandage. Change it out every two to three days to achieve the maximum effect. You know, when I hear about honey and wounds, I remember survival Jane's uh, post on on her thumb and how she healed her thumb from uh, with just using honey. And uh, I know that again, I keep talking about things that I've linked to. Um, I've linked to that before in the past. If I can find it, I will link to it. I'm gonna forget all these things. Somebody, if I if I forget and you're looking for it, just send me an email and I will get it up there. But uh, that was so cool. Uh, you know, just she was tracking her progress over time and she has some pictures. And so uh, you know, that's one thing that you can use honey for. All right, next is aloe vera. Aloe vera is a common ingredient in cosmetic products, but you can also buy this sword-shaped plant at the grocery store. For years, the aloe gel has been used to heal scrapes and burn wounds. It's actually not uncommon for chefs to keep it in their kitchen just in case they burn themselves. If you have dry skin, accidentally cut yourself, or have a burn, then just rub aloe vera on your skin. It's the perfect moisturizer and pain reliever. Next is calendula. Calendula or marigold is a colorful plant that is often used to treat eczema or poorly healing wounds. The calendula oil extracted from marigold flowers can be applied directly to the affected area of skin. Doing so provides individuals with almost instant pain relief and reduced inflammation. Calendula oil promotes the growth of new tissue in wounds, so it's perfect for minor injuries. 
The oil can also be used to treat diabetic foot ulcers and peeling lips. When combined with aloe vera, it is said to greatly accelerate wound healing. Next, we have garlic. Did you know garlic was used in World War I to prevent soldiers from getting infected after enduring an injury? Garlic is so much more than a food enhancer. It's also top-notch for wound healing. With its anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and antibacterial properties, garlic can accelerate collagen, maturation, and injured skin tissue. If you have psoriasis, eczema, or dry cracks in your skin, then try garlic. Rubbing a little garlic oil on your skin should clear the affected area right on up. Guys, garlic is one of those things that you just might want to grow. If you can grow it, you might just want to get really used to growing it. There's just so many advantages to it. All right, so next is comfrey. Comfrey is a plant that actually contains poisonous chemicals, so it should be used with caution. It should never be consumed orally or be applied directly to broken skin. Doing so could lead to liver complications and an infection. However, when comfrey is used correctly, it heals fast. A salve made of comfrey leaves is perfect for accelerating the healing process of bruises, abrasions, and healing scar tissue. This powerful plant can reduce cellular inflammation significantly. And guys, that's one. I'm going to come back and talk about that here at the end. Next is Arnica. And I hope I'm saying that one uh, correctly. Arnica, also known as mountain daisy, is a yellow-orange flower that's commonly used after surgeries. Patients who have bruising following surgery can use this plant to boost healing. The plant gel can be applied directly to the skin and doesn't have a greasy feel like some other solutions. A 2010 study found that Arnica was more effective than vitamin K for reducing bruising. However, it should not be used on broken skin or open wounds. Doing so could actually irritate the skin and lead to contact dermatitis. All right, guys, so there were nine comments in this article. And like I said, it's a very short article over at askaprepper.com. But again, one of those that hopefully gets your interest peaked and gets you to look into this. I mean, there's a lot of research out there, a lot of information on the Internet. And then there's there's books. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about comfrey. And I wanted to uh, to reference one of the books that I have on my shelf that you might want to consider. So I'm going to go ahead and grab my glasses and I'm going to grab this book. The book is entitled Prepper's Natural Medicine by Kat Ellis. And it's life-saving herbs, essential oils, and natural remedies for when there is no doctor. So there's a lot of great information in here. This might be one that you want uh, to, uh, to look up. And I just wanted to read a little bit about comfrey here. Some controversy surrounds Pryolidizing alkaloids, or PA, which occur in comfrey. A study was done using just PA on its own, not as part of a whole plant preparation, and in much greater quantity than a person would take in a normal dose. This type of usage, which is not even possible by home herbalist without some way to extract the PA, was shown to result in liver damage. In fact, there is a long history of safety using comfrey internally. This may mean that the other constituents in comfrey somehow mitigate the impact of PA. It may also just be a dose-dependent reaction. In either case, there is more PA found in the root than the leaf. If you are looking to avoid PA, then avoid the root and stick to the leaves. 
All right. And so everything that I've always heard before was about comfrey and using the leaves. So anyway, again, I think, you know, making sure you're using these articles and this podcast as a jumping off point, especially when we're talking about the health of your family in a situation where there is uh, no doctor, where there is no medicine and things like that, or it's very scarce, having comfrey around is one of those things that's easy to grow and would be good to have. And so, uh, again, that's why I am reading this part here to just show you that different people have different opinions and sometimes not all the information that's out there is actually correct. I mean, if you if you took it to the very extreme, like, yeah, this has, you know, things in there that could hurt you. It's just like when they say, you know, uh, when you when you take anything, any other kind of medicine, yeah, this medicine, you know, gave uh, rat, rats brain cancer or something like that. Well, you know, a lot of those times they're overdosing. They're giving the uh, the rats, you know, like a hundred times the dose that uh, a person would actually take. And so, you know, it's just one of those things, again, to be careful with, but to make sure that you're doing your research. So if you decide to start growing comfrey or any of these other things that we've talked about, then you know, because you like the health benefits of it, then you should do a little bit more research on it and feel very comfortable with it. So that's why I wanted to read this book. I'm going to, I can't link to this book in the show notes, but I can, you can get to the website with, you know, clicking from the show notes. And so I am going to put this link to Amazon in the show notes. So if you're interested in going to take a look at this book over on at Amazon, you can check it out. And again, anytime you purchase something from Amazon, it's a great benefit to uh, to me. You know, I get a little percentage. It doesn't cost you anything else, but it's just a little blessing. So I, again, I can't put it in the show notes because that uh, that's against the terms of service for Amazon, but I can put it on the show notes on the website and you can link to it from there as well as all the other things I'm going to try to remember to link to. And so you'll, uh, you'll be, you know, you'll find a lot of great stuff in the show notes, this podcast around. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 411. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Come on over to the prepper website podcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of sweet prepper goodness and take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.